Hey, Star Wars fans. How's it going today? My name is Cody Dastrup. With me is Logan Schultz. Hola. Together we are Star Wars Doctrine. Thanks for tuning in today. We got a fun show ahead of us. We uh, recently put out a post on our Instagram and Facebook social medias about asking you guys what is your single favorite scene in all of Star Wars, which is a pretty big question to tackle. Right, but, uh, for sure. We got a lot of good responses and we wanted to talk talk with you guys about that today. Right. So when we were talking about it, we thought of a couple ideas as what is, you know, your single favorite scene in Star Wars. And that can be many different things, like the most impactful scene, um, the best fight, the most like uplifting, you know, things like that. There's lots of different aspects to what could be your favorite. And we'll definitely probably have to tackle that and explain why our favorites are both our favorites. But we wanted to highlight some of the cool comments we've gotten um, on Facebook. Instagram, we got some amazing ones, too, but we're on Facebook today currently. And there were just some really interesting ones. And I guess one that I think really stuck out to me was by a, by a Ryan on our Facebook. And he said the very beginning of the opening sequence of the ship that took five minutes to glide <laughs> through the screen. And, of course, that's probably referring to in episode four, the yep. beginning, A New Hope, we see the Star Destroyer glide over the screen. And it's almost a full minute of screen yeah. time. And it was so stunning the first time that ever happened with the huge cinema feel a ship that literally takes a minute to go over your head that was just insane that was a great feeling well and how like just such a cool way to give you to start off not just a movie but the franchise with like this ship is massive like you it's a really good way to just realize this is like the empire it's a huge ship they are like can they control the galaxy and just like I can't imagine seeing that for the first time. Like, I don't remember the first time I saw that. Yeah, me neither. But seeing, <laughs> Wish you know, seeing that for the first time when nothing like Star Wars really existed yet. Right. Nothing quite like it, at least. And it was just so revolutionary. So that scene is definitely like, yeah, that, that's got to be one of the most epic scenes in all of Star Wars history. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And it's been replicated several times throughout cinema. People paid homage to it through in cinema. Like, it's really Absolutely. cool how impactful that scene has been. Um, I think one of the most common ones we've seen, we saw lots of people were saying this one, um, but Luke looking at the Tatooine sons, the twin sons, basically right after, um, Ben or sorry, Owen and Brew die and yeah. he's met up with Ben and he's just, there's that kind of feeling of hopeful, hopefulness and also hopelessness. There's loss and a path ahead of him and he doesn't really know what to do with his life. It's really interesting. The twin sun scenes is obviously impactful because J.J. Abrams chose to go with that as the way to cap off the Skywalker saga, to have Rey right. looking into the suns as well. Mm -hmm. And that's just, I mean, that shows how big of a scene that that was and how that's resonated with Star Wars fans everywhere. Um, I mean, the twin suns, it's just, it's just cool. Mm -hmm. Agreed. It was very unique, very fun and yeah does capture a lot of emotion and like i mean you get john williams's theme music like i can just picture luke's face luke's face and like the suns and i can hear the music yeah i know exactly what's playing right then right so that's really cool one that i was pleased to see quite a bit um and and this is just because this is like our era right. is a lot of people said the first time that darth maul activated his double bladed saber mm-hmm because, I mean, we, I can't even tell you how many times that one popped up. And that's people who probably experienced their first theater experience of Star Wars as a Phantom Menace like me and you. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, that, that truly is epic. Because, one, to people who had grown up with Star Wars, that was the first time you saw a double blade. And then to us as kids, it's like, 
what? Like, I've never seen anything like this. It's just so cool. And like, yeah. I remember you had a Darth Maul lightsaber when we were kids and you it were was Darth amazing. Maul for Halloween. Like, and it was like, times. yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, it's so cool. It's so iconic that that, that existed. And yeah. think about like games came out with it later, like that you could have a double bladed saber. And mm-hmm. even now, you know, uh, with fallen order, but it's just, it became so iconic and epic that people just loved it. Like, I right. don't know. It's awesome. And just like that entire sequence, you know, I feel like that scene, I mean, the prequels definitely, there's a lot of questions and stuff about some of the choices George Lucas chose to make. But I think that scene itself is like the reason the prequels kept existing. Yeah. Cause I don't think it, just like that first ignition, everyone probably was, everyone was just like, oh my God, what? Yeah. Right? That yeah. was so cool. Like, you know, when you see a movie and everyone cheers at a certain scene, that was definitely, that was the scene. I remember people like losing their mind in the theaters. Right. Yeah. And, and, and with every Star Wars theater experience, there's always something that right. people just go, holy crap. Like I remember seeing The Last Jedi, it was when they when you found out luke was actually just a projection people were like whoa like out loud right yeah so that's a um the rise of skywalker is like every 20 minutes actually there's lots (laughs) of random like kind of small reveals that were insane so no that's definitely and i think one of the core parts of that too is you actually see them all fight with just one blade Mm -hmm. he only activates one side on tatooine the first time that he fights qui-gon so it's even more epic when he ignites both the next time pretty cool agreed um, Yoda see, lifting the X-Wing I want to talk about that This is from Jeff And he said that Yoda lifting the X-Wing out of the swamp um, And then just Just like the whole Wise words from Yoda in general You know him <laughs> yeah. him telling size doesn't matter Size matters not you know And and uh, it's not different Between lifting rocks and lifting the ship It's only different in your mind And <laughs> Quit whining <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Tashi Station um, a lot of another one that came up really frequently was Vader in the hallway of Rogue One. Yes. Probably the most fan service scene you could have. Have you ever point out a film piece in a movie that was just like, okay, that's literally fan service. Yeah. It's Vader in the hallway in Rogue One, and everyone is happy it happened. Yeah, absolutely. I I I almost was going to pick that one, but then I thought of you know tried to think of something that I thought was a little more impactful. But that scene gave me like my childhood dreams fulfilled, you know, cause Vader's my favorite character. He always right. has been. And I never, I feel like I got gypped and never just seeing him at full power. So to right, see that, right. it's just like, yeah, that was everything. That was amazing. I, I agree. There was such an, I don't know. It was just really cool. Really, it really was. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different things. Lots of people are saying, that um, there's lots of different fights. Of course, of course the Obi-Wan and Anakin fight, the yeah, Darth Maul, epic. Obi-Wan, and Qui-Gon fight that happens. And I'm trying to find I, it. There was one that was like my favorite comment. Oh, really? Yeah. While you're looking for that, I was going to say, um, and this is definitely one of my favorites as well, in Return of the Jedi, just after Luke beats Vader. Mm-hmm. I do think it's dumb that he throws his lightsaber to the side. It's stupid. But, but, but the, the line, you know... Like, you failed your highness. Like, I'm a Jedi. Like, my father before me. That mm-hmm. delivery is just unreal. Like, like Mark Hamill's best acting. Yeah, it was so good. And I, someone put that, and I wish I could find who to give him credit. But that was just, that, that was one that, when I saw that comment, I was like, ooh, that is a very mm-hmm. impactful scene. That's very awesome. 
Yeah, I don't, I can't find who said it, but someone said one. Um, Yoda beats Obi or Yoda beats R two D two up with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> that was maybe my favorite scene. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> over a flashlight. Yes, over a flashlight, and you're like, this is the guy we came to find. Uh, classic. But, Anyways, what we were thinking about is, you know, there's lots of different things. So as we jump into ours, there's lots of different things that make a great, I guess, for them more or less, that made Star Wars for everybody. And there's a few different ways of looking at it. Like, the fights of Star Wars are obviously super impactful. Yeah, we could make a whole video on just, like, our favorite fights. We could make a whole different video about, like, each different fight, period. Oh, like, absolutely. They're, they're so impactful. They're so exciting. They're so fun. And that's honestly what makes Star Wars so exciting sometimes is the crazy fights and then there's the space fights the spaceships there's the teaching moments in star wars there's moments in star wars that just like make all the all the all the it gives you goosebumps type of deal you know Mm -hmm. there's there's so many different aspects to what could really be a scene that made star wars and to me one of the things that i thought of was when i was thinking of this i was like okay one scene that to me didn't make star wars and you know watching it later i'm like it's nice to see but the first time i saw it just blew my mind away and was like everything i wanted in the world yeah was when we had the celebration in chicago back in 2014 yeah back in 2014 and the trailer for the force awakens dropped yeah and we were all watching bootleg copies of the recording on youtube (laughs) and you get to hear han say to chewy or no yeah han say to chewy says chewy we're home every time like it was just that was the most like emotional goose gratifying it was just insane seeing that scene and mm-hmm. it shut the internet down basically like youtube was having issues <laughs> yeah and it was so such a cool scene and that was really impactful but like i said that's probably not my scene like your but favorite that, scene that instance is probably my most memorable time of watching a scene and being like wow that, that specific time. memory and that specific yeah. thing was crazy to me that's true it's pretty epic. But what was your favorite or what was your most epic Star Wars scene? So a lot of things go into this for me. And um, the one I'm choosing to go with, I like we said, there's so, so many. And I'm sure that if you asked me next week, it would change. You Fair. know, like this is mine right now. Um, and it actually kind of goes more into um, listening to Sam Witwer explain the scene that really just makes me love it even more and it's actually a scene from rebels i like these cartoons have brought some of the best stars in my opinion and a lot of people believe that but just because we're saying your single favorite scene in all of star wars i decided i want to kind of go with one of these cartoon shots and the fight between obi-wan and darth maul Mm -hmm. where obi-wan finally kills darth maul 40 years later yeah for for the or for the second time, but for real this time, like, um, he killed him. Eh. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it is just, first off, it's, it's visually beautiful, like mm-hmm. with the stars in the background and on Tatooine. And it's, it's so cool, uh, to give an end to that ongoing conflict because of Darth Maul right. and his just like obsession with finding Kenobi. Right. Mm-hmm. And wanting to just ruin his life dominates um, a whole arc of rebels really exactly and, and even the clone wars literally and, half the clone wars is yeah about that. exactly so maul is like he's become obsessed with it and it's just out of pure hate and revenge and i love the the, the character arc for maul in it mm-hmm. but I also love the character arc for kenobi in it and sam Witwer talks about just breaks down the scene and he's a the voice of maul 
And he talks about how Obi-Wan has just grown so much. And Maul mistakes that. Maul believes that this is the same Obi-Wan. He's an old rat in the desert. And I can take him. Mm-hmm. But Obi-Wan... You know, he he talks about Obi-Wan's fighting stances changing throughout the scene to reflect, like, the type of person he's become. And Maul misreads it and thinks, I can use the same move that I killed Qui-Gon with because Obi-Wan is just an old desert rat and he thinks that that's going to be an effective move. But Obi-Wan ultimately shows him that he's here on duty protecting Luke, mm-hmm. who they presume could be the chosen one at the time. And, and Obi-Wan's going to do whatever it takes to protect him. And Obi-Wan makes quick work of mm-hmm. defeating Maul. Right. And I do wish the scene would have gone on a little longer and been an epic fight. But the emotion behind it and to see Obi-Wan strike Maul down while he tries to use the same move he used on Qui-Gon is just absolutely epic. Um, and the emotion behind it. I do agree with your thoughts on the fact that it would be fun if they were to somehow tie that into the Kenobi series and do a live right. action version of it. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I would love something like that. But anyways, that's the scene I chose to go with um, this week at least because <laughs> I uh, I think it's just so impactful. And right now I've really just been loving um, just what the cartoons bring to the Star Wars saga, you know. I, they I feel really, like people are missing out if they haven't <laughs> seen all of them. It's just – it's it's awesome. They do do some really interesting things and like some cool things that I think are harder to do, you know, just with time that cartoons allow you to be able to do. Yeah. And – like when you're telling me about your scene, because obviously we kind of talk a little bit before we do these videos. Right. Amazing, right? Um, you're telling me about how we were, we were looking at the Sam Witwer video and he's talking about how Obi-Wan's stance has changed. Like on that fight, the first time I watched it, I was like, dude, pick a freaking fighting pose and go. Right. It's so like, the, this is annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then like kind of watching him break it down, transitioning from like, okay, he's the general Kenobi to right, never that. mind. He's, he's like, That's he goes into his more like kind of calm pose, which is, um, also reminiscent of who he was as a Jedi Knight. Right. His pose is the same as a Jedi Knight as it is as Kenobi, or as Ben Kenobi. And yeah. then, just like that transition into where he brings it up and acts like Qui-Gon's Qui-Gon. pose. And yeah. I thought that was really interesting just to see that he was honoring Qui-Gon at that moment. That's who was on his mind. Yeah. It was probably about Luke, but also this was like, finally, he was like, no, this is f- protecting Luke, but this is also for my master. Yeah. And I guess also probably for Satine, but he didn't have a jetpack, so... <laughs> You know how to honor her, I guess. No, exactly. Like that's just it's that's emotional, dude. And that's like mm-hmm. that's something I didn't pick up on until Sam Weber really broke it down. So that's why I say that to me added to that scene for sure. For sure. Um, but uh, but let's. I, I so I, you knew mine going to this, but right. I, you didn't tell me what yours was. It's because he didn't watch my Twitch stream. <laughs> I, I, by the way, guys, if you are on Twitch, give us a follow. We've been we've been getting into the streaming on Twitch, doing some Battlefront and Star Wars games, and um, it's a lot of fun. Logan's heading that, and uh, I'm on there a lot of times, hanging out with them too. But it's it's For a sure. lot of fun. So come hang out with us, give us a follow. But uh, since I didn't catch your last Twitch, please fill me in on what your favorite scene um, is. So my favorite scene actually comes from when we went and watched the. Okay, I'd like this scene a lot, but. When we watched the Rise of Skywalker, we did a nine saga, nine movie, twenty-seven hour marathon thing. Right, and it was really cool to get and watch everything. You know, it's super impactful. Way more. There's a really cool video we put out talking about that in general. But after that, there was while watching it, what really hit me was the Empire Strikes Back, watching um, Yoda train Luke because that's such an impactful scene in general. And if you want a good Star Wars quote, you should literally just watch Dagobah. True. 
There's like so many in it's there. It's basically, yeah, every three seconds Yoda says something that's funny or is a good Star Wars quote. And to me, what was really interesting was watching the entire discourse on do or do not, there is no try. Because a lot of times, you know, Yoda gets credited, do or do not, there is no try. That's on t-shirts. People who have no idea who Star Wars, what Star Wars is or even know who that, Yoda is know, know that, that quote. Know the quote. They know it's from the little green Muppet. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> People know that quote. But Yoda goes through and explains an entire discord about how trying, what trying is and why it's important that you set your mind to something and that it doesn't matter necessarily how, like, these circumstances surrounding you, that you control your own destiny, that it's just a really interesting perspective that Yoda gives that I feel like is lost sometimes and people being like, do it or not, there's no try. Like, that's a great quote. But the surrounding information like there's more makes to it, it so interesting in that you could have an entire like TED talk on that, honestly. <laughs> TED talk by Logan on do or do not. It's yes, it's my next TED talk. Please come please come watch. Please come prepared with a notebook. You'll be needing notes. But that's really cool. I'd encourage everyone to go watch it and just think about literally just that kind of minute long explanation that Yoda gives because it's really impactful. And to me that scene made Star Wars because Star Wars has always been laser battles and stuff. But underlying all that, there's a huge moral message. There's huge um, teaching moments. And it's all about kind of the successes and failures of teachers. Yeah. And that's a really cool overarching theme to me. And that's the scene probably that made Star Wars for me. Awesome. This week. This week. Yeah. No, that's great. I, Empire Strikes Back's probably still my favorite Star Wars. And I, I totally agree. That's just a very impactful scene. Um, if you guys didn't get a chance to comment your favorites on the Instagram and Facebook post, I'd encourage you to do so or just drop it on the comment section here in YouTube. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, or everywhere these days. Yes, whatever. <laughs> so All follow right. us and may the force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs>